Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Vibiox Video, D-Rock, D-Livingstone. Woo! <laughs> and today we have a very special guest, Shakira. She's a wife, hey, hey. a mom, an entrepreneur, and podcaster <laughs> whose mission is to inspire people to tap into their potential so they can feel inspired to move on their purpose. Welcome to the show, Shakira. How are you doing? I am good. I'm good. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that we had given this opportunity on this, uh, you know, I bring my own sunshine because you know what it's <laughs> doing out here today. It's a little bit of a jury day. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I wanted to have you on the show. Um, before we get in that, I don't even have my, my, my Duncan, my props. I don't have my props with me. You know, I usually okay. have my, my Starbucks prop and my uh, Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> prop, but we're not doing video, so, you know, it doesn't matter, I guess, at this point, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, nope, no one can see it, but we know it's there, so it's all Yeah, so I, I, I typically start, you know, typically start up, hey, you know, so are you a Dunkin' fan or are you a five bucks lady? Oh, gosh. Okay, so... I am not, a, I am a Starbucks, good, I'm a good coffee lady. Good coffee lady. So, okay. so um, because Starbucks dominates um, the New York, the tri-state area for the most part, mm -hmm. then I will gravitate to Starbucks. I am not a Dunkin' Donuts. That is the last resort. Wow. If I, if I am out, like, for example, I was just in Philly the other day, or actually some rural part of Pennsylvania. It wasn't even Philly. And they had no Starbucks. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm dying over here. Mm. And, um, but they had Dunkin' Donuts. Uh -huh. So if I have to, if I have to go to Dunkin' Donuts, I will. I will need an extra shot because basically it's water. Oh, dang. <laughs> Good thing so. they're not sponsors. I think I'm getting a message from them. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, she's not, she's really slamming the brand now. We, we, we. Okay, okay, okay. No, listen, they're good for, it's, it's, it's Dunkin' Donuts. It's donuts. That's their primary thing, right? Time to make the donut. Oh right? my God. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, hey, listen, I like Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin'. You know, um, don't hold that against me. Should we, uh, you be thinking about I'm sponsoring? I'm not, I'm not. I'm talking to our potential sponsors, Shaq. You've already butchered okay. the bread. You're, you're not. No. Okay. No, no. You're not. Uh, it's donuts. Stick to donuts. What y'all well, trying to okay. do coffee for? Oh, my God. No, no. I don't think we've the ever gotten off to that kind of a start. I'm Duncan. so sorry. But, but, so, apologize. So I'm, I'm always big. You know, I'm always big on marketing, right? And I get why. America runs totally on Duncan. <laughs> I was just going to say that, right? So, so totally, totally, absolutely, like, 
I get why they made the shift. And I think that's hugely important uh-huh. because because of their brand shift away from the donuts mm-hmm. and more around the coffee, that's how you get people yeah. to keep continues to buy. And so I, I, I think it's very important for organizations to make that shift. Look, Toys R Us didn't do it. They missed out on that. Yeah. They had an opportunity to. Yeah. Um, I wrote a blog on that plug plug. Anyway, but they had okay. an opportunity to, but they didn't. So I'm always watching and see how seeing how organizations evolve and how they uh, rebrand themselves or be innovative or whatever the case may be. Because I always find it truly past. Uh, it's just really fascinating, you know, yeah. when you when you can see that. So I get listen. No, not nothing against Dunkin' Donuts. It's just not my thing. Oh, that's cool. But... That's cool. Everybody's got their, you know, their preference. And it's funny, you know, I'll 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 go to Dunkin' in the morning, and then it depends on my mood. Like if I if, if I want to get some work done, depends on the type of work. I'll, I'll slide into a, um, a five bucks, and I'll get I'll get tea yeah. or something. <laughs> but that's not like my, um, I don't know, it's not my go-to. I guess it's, maybe it's, it's proximity and I'm, and I'm sort of like in the middle, I can, I can go either way, you know? Mm. So, um, mm. yeah. But anyhow, so I, 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 I wanted to have you on the show. I think we, um, it's funny how we, you, you know, you, you meet people. I think we met on the, we met on Facebook initially, right? We met, so we met through one of the running groups. Mm-hmm. It, it was on Facebook. Um, I think you attended one of the running groups um, in Brooklyn. Yeah. And um, we did a, a run together and we realized we lived close, relatively close. And then and then I would see you a couple of times or at least once. Not last year. Was it last year? It might have been year last before. year. The year before. Yeah. I think the year before um, on one of the Hamden trails. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we met during, um, one of the runs, it was like a group run, it might've might been a shakeout run for one of the marathons, I'm yeah. not sure which one, but that's, yeah, that's how we met, yeah. And then, you know, I, um, I seen you on, on IG, but your name on IG is, you know, your handle is, is different than, than what it was on Facebook. And I'm like, who is this? Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm digging the vibe, I like the, <laughs> you know, the positive <laughs> Um, you know, I, I, I'm so like, okay. One of the one of the quotes, uh, not even so much a quote. It, it wasn't. A quote, I think it was a um, must must have been an excerpt from one of your episodes. Um, mm-hmm. Said, you know, we might be doing the same thing, but it doesn't mean that we have to compete with each other." Mm-hmm. And that that mm-hmm. that that kind of resonated and kind of stuck with me. So I was like, "Oh, okay, yo, that I, I like that." I'm always, you know, collaboration over competition mm-hmm. any day, you know? Um, and I think s- people are starting to get that movement, mm-hmm. if you will. But I think um, there's just power in collaborating. There's power in, you know, talking to each other and figuring out how they do things and figuring out how we can make just the movement even yeah. stronger um, and better um, to provide for the people. So it's, it's all about mm-hmm. the people, right? It's all about, because those are the individuals that are consuming the content that we deliver. So, um, very so how did you that. get started? I mean, in this, what, what made you, you know, what, what inspired you, not made you, you know? Uh, yeah. So when we talk about like Shaq and powers, it's funny, you know, uh, to take it back, um, it started out, I've always been one to encourage and inspire mm-hmm. people. I've always been one to try to get individuals, especially when they they don't know their own way, they're not sure which direction to go, and they have an idea. 
I'm always the encourager. I've always been that person in, amongst, you know, my tribe, the people that I, I hang out with. Um, because I think when people go after the things that they truly want to do, they, they live more of a fulfilling life. Um, and that's just, I guess, it, I find joy in that, right? I truly find joy in it. So for me, since I've always been that individual to do that, um, it started out with... Um, honestly me suppressing my own desires to to do it myself on a grander scheme to reach more people um and i used to use excuses of obviously climbing the corporate ladder and and being a mom and a wife and all that stuff like i didn't have time you know i would say oh, i don't have time for that i'll do it one day and then I, i'm big big on journaling big on um affirmations, journaling, and all the rest of it. And I was going through last year. Well, actually, it was earlier this year because I usually do it annually. But I was cleaning out one of my um, side end tables or my um, nightstand Uh tables, if you will. (laughs) And, um, yeah, and I I, I stumbled across an old journal that was, like, damn near Mm. 11 years old, right? And naturally, I'm going through it because I find joy. It's like, wow, you you see how you've grown or maybe not so much, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Um, so I was reading through and I was like, wow. And I got to the end of it. And one of the things I wrote was start your blog, um, put yourself out there more and a couple of other things. But those are the two things that hit me. And I'm like, damn, you know, it's been, this book is almost 11 years old and yeah, I put myself out there. I've always been one to network and all that stuff, but gosh, I said, I said, start my blog like a long time ago. And I didn't do, I haven't done that yet. Like what is going on? Meanwhile, I'm helping other people fulfill and realize their own um, passions and dreams, right? So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that starting a blog is like a passion and dream, but I'm going to see, I'm going to tell you that it's something that I did mm-hmm. remember to do, that I did not do. I made excuses for. Why do you think that And I was like, uh, the primary example is making okay. excuses. I don't have time for it. Um, I'm not doing that stuff or, or talking myself out of it before I even start it. Um, or my kids need, need me for this, or my kids need me for that. All of those are excuses. We, we find, if we really want to truly do something, you will make the time and find yes. the time to do it. Um, but I know why. It's, it's me finding excuses, right? So I said, you know, screw this, I'm doing it. So immediately, like that next day, I bought a domain. Mm. I bought a domain and... I didn't like the name, <laughs> but <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> you said, I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna call it. What'd you call it? Oh gosh, I think it was uh, giving the people what they wanted. Oh, this is How did I reach you? Giving the people what they wanted. Call them at, and tell them to call me at. So, but ignore the number at the bottom. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. It's crazy, right? But, but. I ended up changing and switching and I was like, you know, now I'm all in. So one thing about me, when I go in on something, I go down a rabbit hole, right? I'm like, oh, I I go all in. So I was like, all right. And I just kind of was throwing some names out there. And I already knew, I said, it's going to start off as a blog and I'm going to morph it into a podcast. I know this already. Um, But let me, let me just get my feet wet and start out with a blog because I do enjoy writing. I do enjoy telling stories. I do enjoy all those things. Um, but I also realized that people, a lot of people don't read, you know, you got, you got a body of mm-hmm. people that do, but then you have some people that just don't. So I already knew I wanted to do a podcast, but I need, I needed to build up an audience for okay. something like that. So, um, I started the blog, I landed on the name Shaq and Powers because ultimately that's what it is. It's a play off my name. A lot of people in, in corporate America call me Shaq mm-hmm. short for Shakira. 
Um, that's just something I've inherited. Like, it's been a name I've had for over 20 years. It's crazy. They gave you a nickname? Um, wow. It's, that's, it's, it's been, even be, you know what's funny? Even before I got into corporate America, now that I think back, because I'm telling you the story, I used to work at a place called Record Explosion. Record Explosion. Record, 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 okay. record expo. Mm-hmm. And um, I must have been like 17, 18 mm-hmm. years old. And I think they gave me that maybe 17, 18. I don't know if I was 18 yet. But um, they gave me that name. Never forget it. There's this dude. He was managing it. His name is okay. Ish. And this is right before like Shaquille O'Neal. He, he was like being big on the scene, you know. And they were like, you're Shaq. Right. And I was just like, OK, <laughs> I mm-hmm. thought it was funny. But that name just it it just stuck with me. People would always shorten it. And I, I it never bothered me. It was that whatever. And um, so now I said, OK, I'm going to use a playoff of that. And I, what am I setting out to do? I'm empowering people. I want to inspire and empower people. And, and insp- inspiration is one thing, but empowerment gives the person courage to actually take that yeah. leap of faith. So that I put those two together. I was like, boom, that's the name. And shaking it up with Shaq. I mean, the podcast name, that is something. I mean, what are we doing? We're, we're shaking things up. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to get people to look at things, you know, lose that conventional way of thinking, thinking that you can't achieve something, thinking because if you came from dysfunctional household or the hood or whatever, that you're not able yeah. to achieve these things and shake things up within your own lives. So that's how I came up with that. Mm. So now where did running... Um what role did, did running play in this whole journey? So, I mean, running for this journey is a little bit separate because, I, you know, I would say I, since I've launched this, I, running has taken a backseat, which it probably shouldn't mm-hmm. have, but it did. But, you know, back in 2008, I think, or 2009, um, how I got into running and was being kind of serious about it. Um, damn, it's almost been 10 years. Jeez, Louise. Um, <laughs> that a goodness gracious. Um, so yeah, so like a lot of people in my family, you know, they, they were dying for, for, you know, just lack of exercise, you know, they would be plagued by mm-hmm. diseases and they're dying young. I mean, you're talking about people in their 50s and 60s and that's young. Yeah. You know, so so it kind of scared me. Um, and it's all predicated on the fact that they were either overweight or just not or a combination of being overweight and not, you know, consuming the right the right um, diet, if you will. So I decided that um, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and take up running. And um, a, a old co-worker of mine, she's a real dear friend of mine. She she was running okay. and she would do these like five K's and um I would always see her on Facebook and I was like, wow, you know what? And I just random, like one thing about me, if I want to do something, boom, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) It's either you wait Mm -hmm. or, or you just go for it. And that's just me. It's either I'm in or I'm not. And, and, uh, or I'll make excuses why I can't. So I saw her, she did a 5k. I had no idea what a 5k was, Mm. had no idea. Um, I just randomly, and I would see her all throughout the summer. I think it was 2008, I think it was. And all throughout the summer, I'm seeing her, you know, she's doing, getting all these, you know, 5Ks and I knew nothing about the length. And I just went, she told me, hey, go run, go on runningintheusa.com mm-hmm. okay. and you could pick your, pick your, your, uh, your race. I was like, all right, that sounded great. So I went in <laughs> and there was, a, there was one race in Connecticut and, it, and um, I just randomly signed up for it. 
Mm. Let me tell you something. So I didn't realize it was a trail race. <laughs> okay. On an actual trail, not like not like the Handem Trail with a little asphalt. No, man. Okay. This is in the woods, man. It was a legit trail race. Oh. I, I did not know the difference uh-huh. between trail and a road, none of that. I was just like, I'm doing it. 5K, boom. So it was in November, early part of November. Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah, it's not a ground so, is hard. <laughs> ground is hard, yeah, yeah. So, um, so... I do it, and now I figure, oh, I need to train for this. I think I need to train. I don't know what that really means, you know, but I'm like, eh, I'm going to do a couple of runs on the treadmill and didn't even run outside. Okay. Um, it was, let me tell you, it was, it was a shit show. Like, it was, it was <laughs> horrible. But um, the guy who was orchestrating it, I don't remember the name of the race, but it was in Norwalk, in Norwalk, Connecticut. And mm. I don't remember the name of the race, but the week before the actual race, he sends out an email to all the participants, the individuals that register, and he's like, hey, we're going to do a trial run of the course. So if you want to get his instance on what it's going to look and feel like, come out. So I don't know these people. I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing it. So I go out. My husband drives me down. No, no, actually. No, no. I drove, I drove myself that time. And I am overdressed. Like everything you need to know about running. <laughs> I, I am, first of all, I don't even have running gear on, like legit running gear. I'm oh, overdressed. Uh-huh. And I get there and I'm starting meeting people and they're talking, these are like triathletes, mm. right? So, so they're serious. They are serious. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, I'm just mm. like, hey, hey, you know, how you doing, whatever. I'm the only minority there, which is cool. You know, okay. there's a couple of women there, but that's all right. You know, so... I didn't expect to be, to see many of us there anyway, but so I, we go on the run. Let me tell you something. Now that I think about it, cause I can have, I absolutely have a sense of distance now. We probably weren't even a quarter of a mile in. And I'm like, I am fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> Just call the ambulance. Can somebody, they didn't have Uber back then. You couldn't even get an Uber. You would have to boy, walk back to the uh, start. Dude, we were in a freaking, we're in the middle of, uh, 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 it's a trail. Mm-hmm. So I'm dying. I mean, like, forget an Uber. How are they going to find me? We're in the woods. You yeah, the ping. Home. I don't know where you are, lady. I can't, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get lift. You're going to need some assistance. Something. <clears throat> so they, but the, the beauty of it was that these guys and gals, there's a couple of women there, predominantly men, but mo- uh, there was like one or two chicks there. Mm-hmm. And um, they all knew each other. And you, we had a couple of stragglers that didn't know, but they clearly could keep up. So this one guy, he, he kind of falls back and he tells the leader of the pack, he's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm stay with her. Now the leader was like, he's like, no person left behind. I'm, I'm here to show you the, the course, but I felt terrible. Mm. I felt terrible. So the guy stands back and he's telling me his story about how he just got into running about five years ago. He dropped about hundred pounds. He looks great by the way. And, you know, he was also telling me how to do, you know, my footing in terms of when you step on a rock or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So we get through it. And obviously uh, getting to the finish line, you have to like run across this huge field of grass. Now you're out of the woods at that point. And I remember they're waiting for me. So he, he runs up to the end and, and I'm like dying, but I get it. I get through it. Right. So at the end, they're all clapping for me and everything. So the guy who's running the race, the race director, he's like, hey, so how do you feel? And I was like, I don't know. And I remember this vividly because it was the most stupidest thing I could have said because I wasn't thinking. But he's like, how do you feel? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't know if I could do it. Okay. 
And he was like, you just did. Oh, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> you had the finish line. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. Uh, well, it's kind of late now. <laughs> he was like, you just did. And I was like, oh. You know, little did I know, like 3.1 miles killed my brain cells, right? right? Yeah. I was dying. So, And I'm so dramatic, too, just if you hadn't picked up on that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right. But, but that's what, you know, I was like, wow, I did. So I came back that next Sunday. I, I did it. Um, I remember, I think I did it in like 42 minutes mm-hmm. or some, something. It was like a long time or whatever. But it didn't matter to me. Like, I did it. Because you finished. And, yeah. And I finished. And I was like, man, this is like, it, it was crazy. Like, I even had my, I had like a, that wasn't an iPod. It was some kind of MP3 player thing. And I was so nervous, you know, starting out. Um I, I literally had the same Jay-Z song. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the song at the moment, but it was on repeat because I couldn't figure out how to stop it. It was on repeat <laughs> for the whole 3.1 miles. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, but either way, I did it. And I, I found, you know, it was dope. And then with me, because I'm competitive with myself, it's like, all right, so I did that in 42 minutes. Now it became an obsession. Mm-hmm. How fast can I go with just these 5Ks? Oh, wait a minute. How can I level up? Let me do a 10K. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. How can I level up on that? Oh, I know. I'm going to do a half marathon. Uh, and then ultimately it, it landed into doing a marathon and just keep kept going and building and figuring out how fast can I be, how strong. What can mm-hmm. my body do? You so know, since, what am I capable? Yeah. Since then, you've completed like five marathons now. Completed five. And, mm. um, you know, marathon training is taxing. Um, it's taxing on, uh, you know, it takes a, a considerable amount of your time, especially if you do marathons or you run them in the fall mm-hmm. because you're training throughout the entire summer. So it's, it's a commitment. It's a commitment of getting up early in the, especially when you have kids, like getting up early in the morning. Yeah. I was going to say, know, how do you do it? Balancing, yeah. you know, it was tough. It was tough because there are times <clears> when <throat> obviously my husband, he's a huge supporter and mm-hmm. he, he actually cycles. So he's done, he trains for centuries and all that stuff too. So, okay. So we, it's a commitment with us, but it's a balancing act when you have kids, especially back then when my children were younger. Um, it, it just required so much time. Like, you know, getting up 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, if I'm going to run with folks in the city, in New York City, com- compared to where I live, mm-hmm. that's a hike. I already got to travel over an hour just to meet with them. Yeah. Right? So, and you want to do a 20-miler, now you got to do however long it's going to take you three and a half to four hours to do a 20-miler. Tr- mm-hmm. And then after that, you're getting coffee and joking. By the time, you know, I'm six hours out of the house before I get home and be with my kids. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it, it, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. You know? And this is before they were you, you were able to uh, send them downstairs to to brush the snow off the car and uh <laughs> yes <laughs> yes like, yeah while you sit back it's like yeah that's exactly. what i'm talking about exactly good yeah. job <laughs> you know, I, I looked around i was telling my sister the other day you know i, I um i use the I, I try to be you know resourceful so i'll take you know the plastic shopping bags and 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 repurpose them as garbage bags you know mm-hmm. and tie a knot on them and hang them off the bottom you know off of the uh the kitchen door cabinet, doorknob yeah. on the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I, now I've got like one, now it's two, it's three, one is on the floor. And I'm like, looking around, I live alone, and I'm like, who who put this? There's nobody to scream at. There's nobody to yell to, to say, yo. And I'm standing in the middle of my place laughing. I told my sister, like, yo, there's nobody to yell and say, could you come take out the trash? Why would you leave this here? There's no one to complain to. So I, I wind up having to go and, and, and take the uh, take the trash out. 
So, but it's convenient <laughs> when you have, you know, you have your, your, your kids to say, yo, could you, uh, could you change the channel? I was the remote at one point. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those days, right? <laughs> yeah. Putting tinfoil on, on, uh, <clears throat> on the antenna. Mm-mm. So, but you have now transitioned um, from not just doing the podcast where you're, you're doing like, not, you're doing live events. Yeah. So, like I said, when I go down, when I get an idea in my head, mm-hmm. I just got to do it. Um, it's like go hard or go home. So I, I started out with the blogging. Um, I kicked off the podcast, but knowing that I, I, when I kicked off the podcast, I wanted to do a vision board session. And, you know, I was mm-hmm. calling it a session, at, right? Because I thought it was, it, was, it, it was perfect to segue into what I ultimately am preaching and doing for individuals, right, and inspiring. But I thought it'd be good. So I was trying to figure out a way of doing it. And I went to a conference called the Great Girlfriends Conference. It was in New York City. Um, and I met uh, so many great people. Um, talk about sisterhood. Like, I, I left out of there feeling... You know, some, I have to say this because a lot of times when we get together as women, we could be catty. We could be judged, so judgmental and, mm-hmm. and all is so annoying. Um, but when I tell you that was an environment that was just nurturing and just loving and just, um, you know, lots of good feel good, you know, but not, not feel good. That was a uh, facade, but like genuine. Mm. And I met some really cool people there. And one of them was Eptor and I had just sparked the conversation. Hey, listen, this is what I'm looking to do. The, the same day I met her and um, she was like, hey, I've done a couple where I live. I, I, let me help you with that. Now, initially, when I when I was talking to her, I, I broke it because she was telling me how she was into meditation and all that stuff. And I thought that would be a perfect segment on my event. Like, mm-hmm. like I want you to come in, you know, you, you do a meditation session and, um, you know, tell me what your cost is, you know, like that. And she was like, no, 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 I want to do it with you. Okay. And, it, and it just, we just more, you know, just, it grew from there, it grew some legs and then it became more real. And that's why I mean, like she has her own business. She's doing mindset mastery and inner child healing and meditation, very big on those things. And I'm doing my own thing, but that's what I mean by the power of collaboration. Mm. And now we set up and we had this event on December 9th and it was amazing. It was the same feeling that I left leaving great fe- girlfriends, I wanted people to have that feeling leaving my Moving On Your Visions uh, Power Brunch. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, hands down, all of the feedback that I received, people f- had that feeling. They felt so motivated and empowered. I got people telling me that, show, I got DMs and emails and you know, te- people that actually have my phone number, text messages, you know, hey, this is what I did next. Hey, this, and that, is, that just makes me feel so good. Yeah. That, you know, you can have an impact like that. I don't need all the kudos because I, I can get that and I'm good, mm-hmm. you know, because they're taking the plunge. Of course, they're thanking me, but I'm like, no, you took the step. And that's what matters, you know? Yeah, that, that's incredible. My, my, my daughter started this Love Walks, um, <laughs> you know, event. Where it was just, you know, so she, it was a walk, it was like a 5K is down in the DMV area. And mm-hmm. then this year, she it's it's now a, a luncheon. I'm like, yo, you are really doing wow. the damn thing. You know, you get, you get excited. I'm like, there, there's something about just seeing 
you know, you, you're talking about stepping out on on faith, and not to sound, you know, ooh, spiritual or whatever. It's just stepping out and saying, yeah, this. I don't. You you may not have. That might not be your, your zone. You might not think, oh, well, that's how, how could I do this? You know, that's not my line of work. That's not my expertise. That's not my. And then, like you said, you talk yourself out of it. Next thing you know, eleven years go by, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, damn. Well, I could just do this thing, you know. Yeah. And, and and so kudos to your daughter because I love hearing stories like that. It's number one, but you know it's 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 interesting because you know when I was talking to um, when I first launched the uh, blog, the Shack and mm-hmm. Powers blog, right? So I had a couple of my um, friends and read it, <clears throat> and one of the individuals um, said to me, you know, I, I said gave her the same story as to you know why and you know why I did it why it took so long and I said to her damn if I would have started this years ago when I first put it on the paper Mm -hmm. imagine where I'd be by now Mm -hmm. and she you know she said something very interesting and she was like you know what maybe you weren't truly ready and maybe you wouldn't have as nearly as much as you have to offer now back Mm -hmm. then yeah, and I and I sat with me because um, maybe she's right You, you know I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason yeah um but maybe I wouldn't have, you know, So obviously 10 years later, I'm much more experienced and, and, you know, my thought process has evolved and shifted. So um, yeah. it's just interesting for that perspective that she gave me. And I was like, yeah, you, you're probably right there. Yeah, it wasn't um, when I mentioned, I think about some of the things that that I um, think about of starting like this podcast behind the wheel. It wasn't um, it wasn't behind the wheel initially when I when I wrote some th- notes down about it. Uh, yeah, I want to do a podcast. I was still uh, working, you know, in retail management. I was like, it would be a great tool to be able to use for training and development purposes. You know, you you put the information out there once, and then they can just go back and research it, and you, you're having a conversation. That's what I was thinking about, and then it, then it evolved into something else, and I put it, you know, I put it on the shelf. Ah. And then going back to it though afterwards and seeing, oh yeah, well. I can see where it all the pieces then start to align and come together. So it, yeah, sometimes it's just timing, timing, and, and I, I don't I don't beat myself up or anyone else about oh you you should have did it a long time ago. Now nah, you know you just a procrastinator. Some people might just be <laughs> procrastinators, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and some things I do, I know you know I know what 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 my um shortcomings are. I just try not to uh to focus on them because it's pointless, you know. Mm-hmm. Correct them when you can, but don't sit down and beat yourself up. Then you'll never get started. You'll never leave the house. Yeah. But um, so what is next for you? What's the next event? So we have a. I I'm contemplating doing a local, uh, vision board session maybe next month. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm I'm contemplating doing that. I just got to see if if that's gonna be something that I honestly truly could could do. But in six, well, I have all, oh, well, let me not even say that. So I've got a webinar coming up um, because one of the things that we did, one of the things in a swag bag of the Moving On Your Vision Y'all have Powerbunch. swag bags? Wow. Yeah. I don't, it's legit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit, man. Yeah, I, when I go in, I go all in. Wow. <laughs> Dad, go on. Swag, swag bags. Well, when you think about it, it's not a free event, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to pay for it. And I want people to not only get 
the, you know, there's a feeling that I'm trying to invoke within a person to, to continue to keep their fire burning within and Absolutely. to move on that. That's the whole purpose. Move mm-hmm. on that fire. Right. Yeah. Um, but also, too, at the end of the day, yes, it's a brunch. So they, you know, they're paying for it. I need to make sure that that ticket price, mm-hmm. when they walk out of there, they feel they're feeling like I got more than what I paid for. Yeah. Yeah, exceeded their I, expectations. Absolutely. So, yes, there's things in a swag bag. And it's not, I don't want it to be just BS in there. I need it to be things that are meaningful, mm-hmm. things that are, people are going to find, people are going to like, but okay. also find helpful. So we had some sponsors, which I partnered with a great um, uh, brand strategist, um, mm-hmm. Brianna Regina, uh, BR Visionary Consulting, and who was able to give us, uh, secure some partnerships for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was True Woman, it was a partnership. Um, uh, th- there was, um, we had partnerships with Walmart, which was, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, Ebony was able to, to snag that one. Um, Alakai Naturals, for those sisters with natural hair, that was a pet partnership. So doesn't go undefeated, you know I mean? It's, it's things that absolutely, um, you need partnerships. You yeah. need those sponsors, if you will. Um, and then we had like a workbook that was actually created by mm. myself and Ebony. So 20 page workbook, um, might've been, no, 25 pages. I think it is um, 25 pages um, where we're actually walking people through. So it's not just, you know, anybody could put pictures on a, on a canvas or on a cardboard and say, this is, this is my vision board. Yay. You know, pictures of a house and pictures of a car and mm-hmm. love and all that stuff. But how are you going to achieve those things? Yeah. You need a roadmap. You can't just put it on the, on the plank and, and think you're going to manifest it by looking at it. It's not the way it works. Now, our subconscious in our minds, when we see those images, subconsciously will we'll work toward it. But the reality is you need tangible. You need um, the tactics to get there. So what is your roadmap? If you want that house, how are you going to achieve that house? Hey, yeah. have you thought about pulling your credit to see what that looks like first? <laughs> yeah, right? that, might be a, that might be a good idea. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So little things like that. So we made this workbook to actually walk people through. Um, and what we're doing now, there's a webinar on, I think it's January 5th or the mm. 6th, um, where we want to not only reach the participants of the the event, but also other individuals that didn't have an opportunity to to go to the event. It's a free webinar where we'll we're actually walking people through that content so that they can understand and know that, and create their own rap roadmap for achieving their specific goals. So we're doing that. That's up next, and then we plan on having a, a like a maybe a mini coffees or coffee sessions um, to keep the momentum. Going. Okay. It, right? won't, it won't. Yeah, it will. It'll be, I guess it'll be a uh, Starbucks coffee. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I was going to come, but you ain't going to have no Dunkin' coffee. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love talking to endurance athletes, marathoners, triathletes, mm-hmm. um, entrepreneurs. You know, there, there's something that sort of pulls me when I, when I see like I walked into a Verizon. There's, there's this guy, Dave Michaels. He's a singer. You know, and I, and I go in, let's say uh, the, the Bridgeport Mall, Trumbull Mall, rather. I go in and I'm listening. I'm like, oh, what's that playing? Oh, that's that's me. And I'm like, you know, you, you see someone's like, yo, man, I'm, you can see that this, he, he's, he's got talent. Mm. And 
you know, you, you're doing your, 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 your job to, while you pursue your, your mm-hmm. side hustle or your other venture. And then how do you keep someone, how do you power someone to continue to, to, to do that? And I, and I, I, I got to imagine it's not, it's more than just one individual, but it's nice to be able to sit down and pontificate, yeah, you know, you should do this and you should do that. But if you don't actually get up and, and, and do anything, then, then you, you just sit now talking. And at some point you gotta, you gotta get out there and, and take some steps. So and as as my grandma says, talk is cheap. What's her name? What's her what's like free Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> talk mm-hmm. is cheap, like free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's part of the that's part of the reason why I would go to, to five books, because their Wi-Fi is, oh, is a little bit more consistent <laughs> than the D and D. I think they've got they've gotten it better now. They were going through a transition. I'd go there in the morning. I'm like, yo, what's up? Y'all can't. Oh, man. What's going on with the Wi-Fi? I wind up having to leave there. I get my coffee there and then uh, go and sit down and, and, and five bucks and, well, and you continue know why. writing. Now, I'm just saying, you know why? Because you got Now, I, I didn't read the dude's um, book, the guy who created Starbucks. I, I got it on my Kindle. I just didn't read it yet. But I firmly believe this is just my assumption and just my observations. Again, going back to that branding, they saw Starbucks for what it is in terms of it's, just, it's a coffee shop, but they know people work out of there. So they got to mm-hmm. make their Wi-Fi strong. They already knew what it was, what it's going to mm-hmm. be. They knew the future of, future of working. You're going to have more people that are solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, whoever, that mm-hmm. are not sitting in offices getting their work done. They're not sitting yeah. in their home. They, they want that... that um, that autonomy, but also want the opportunity to to peek over and and see what someone else is doing and what they're doing. So that's why they created those environments, and that's why you also have all these co working spaces. Think about it: you got all mm-hmm. these co working spaces now. They got one in downtown Bridgeport where it enables individuals from so many different companies to come and have be housed in one centralized location because that the overhead it reduces the overhead, but also it breeds. Creativity. Creativity. You know? So I wish I would have thought about something like that. Shoot, I'd be rich. (laughs) You know what I mean? But but it's awesome. So I'm just saying. Definitely, definitely. Shaq, it is a pleasure having you on the show. Any any closing uh, remarks, comments? Oh, no, man. This this has been great. Um, I always enjoy getting on fellow podcast shows. I mean, um, it's, it's just, I love it. Um, and just sharing my story and, and, and I'm hoping that people get fired up and uh, just take the plunge and do what they want, live out their, their purpose without, you know, I should say fear less, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and go forth and, and move in your vision. Something I'm super duper passionate about. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to, to um, bring me on board and, and share my story. Um, my handles want to follow me, guys. I'm at Shaq Empowers, S H A K E M P O W E R S, on mm-hmm. almost every platform, with the exception of Facebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, and then the, the podcast is shaking it up with Shaq. Um, mm-hmm. And where would they find you? iTunes, Stitch, all the all the yep. usual suspects. Usual suspects uh, Google Play. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you heard about that? No, I have. I, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I have it. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, it is. It has been a um, a journey. 
you know, you start now mm-hmm. and think, oh, you know, yeah, I just, I think it would be cool to be able to sit down and, and have a conversation behind the wheel. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it, you know, and you, you pop up your video. But as it continues to evolve, I want to, I want to, want to be more intentional with what I do and, and, and serve a purpose mm-hmm. and, and not just chit chat. You know what I mean? You can just con- mm-hmm. just having a conversation. That's it. And it's just fun. Um, but I didn't I didn't start it to say, yo, I just yeah, nah, this would be a great way to to monetize, make some money, and 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 and, and that's that. You know, there's, and I'm, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, but that's not mm-hmm. that wasn't the intent. You know, you you say you're like you're passionate about something. You just you just go ahead and do it. Just do it, and then you know we'll just continue to evolve and and things will come. But Definitely go ahead and, and, and check out Shaq. She has some amazing guests on her show. Again, give our, give our audience the, uh, the handle again where they can find you. Sure. So handle for the podcast is Shaking It Up With Shaq. S-H-A-K, mm-hmm. right? So Shaking It Up With Shaq. Um, and then on every medium, whether it's Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, um, you name it. My handle is Shaq Empowers. That's S-H-A-K-E-M-P-O-W-E-R. You got it. That's it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Peace. Peace.